roses and uh, forced no more change of location. And no more sports. And no more sports. Yes, COVID-19, while not bringing death to an extraordinary amount of people that it infects, has essentially killed sporting events for the time being. Which I have to say, I kind of understand. Well, I mean, yeah. So, uh, the news broke, actually, only a couple of hours ago, that the NBA is uh, suspending uh, all games until further notice. And honestly, I get it. I get it. It's just sad. I mean, you're playing a contact sport, relatively speaking. I mean, these guys are interacting closely physically. And my understanding of it is COVID-19 carries flu-like symptoms. Well, here's here's my so, thing. So, like, if everybody in the locker room gets sick, they're well, not yeah. going to be able to play anyway. Right. But, I mean, if... That or was... everyone's going to put on transcendent form- performances at the same if time. They were, knows, if they but... were worried about this, like, I don't know, a day ago... Mm-hmm. They should have canceled it. They shouldn't have waited before Rudy Gobert tested positive. Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of... It's kind of a, like... It's a very reactive move. Right. Like, you could be proactive in this situation, which well, I think most places in America are not being. Right. But they're, they're preferring to be reactive, which... Which... I, with... I think that it's very overhyped. I mean, my I thing is... That. I think... I mean, I still think that the... You know, the... You know scare around the virus is very it's it's pretty over i mean it's a serious deal but it's still over like it's you know it's scare tactics it's all that i mean scare tactics i wouldn't say that but, I, I, but it's definitely sensationalized you know that's the world yeah for. yeah but i mean the nba kicked player i mean they kicked media out of the locker rooms as if that was gonna, as if the media was the big bad guy with the coronavirus. I mean, it's not so much that the media, I think, was the issue. It's just that the fewer people that players come into contact with, the better. And you're now right. they're okay. not going to be coming into contact right. with anybody. So. But my issue is, if they were doing this to you know prevent the virus, then they should have canceled the games yesterday, two like days ago, sooner. Yeah, last week. Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, it's the, kind of one of those things where the issue isn't a problem or like whatever it is, isn't a problem until it affects you personally, mm-hmm. which I mean, you see all the time in other facets of yeah. life, but like that specifically, I think is what it is. And plus, like, you got to think how hard that hits their bottom line. I mean, they're not, they have to refund tickets or at least suspend them. Yeah, I would assume probably refund. It so I I would reckon that thirty one NBA teams will be refunding tickets. Yeah, uh, and the Knicks will probably just suspend them. Uh, so there. So speaking of the Knicks, according to ESPN, five teams were told to self quarantine because they recently played the Jazz. Mm. The Cavs, Knicks, Celtics, and Pistons are being told to self quarantine. Interesting. Also, the Jazz are still, I guess, in the OKC locker room. With while they're being tested and they have, I guess they all have face masks on. I mean, that seems like a reasonable precaution in this case. Well, yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, I don't think that the disease will necessarily, because my understanding of it is, it mostly only like kills you if you're like immunocompromised or like have a bad immune system. So typically, like if you're old, things like that. I don't think athletes who are in peak physical condition that literally. 
Well, have Mike Harmon. Like microscopically balanced meals yeah. in order to ensure peak performance. This is not for them. No. It's for everybody who wants to shake their hands and high five them, including, yeah. you know, ninety five year old veteran whoever, you know. Who, want, also, who just, you know, is shaking yeah. hands from his wheelchair on the way out to be yeah. honored at center court. It's also pretty funny at uh, the Champions League game, which I guess the Champions League was played in front of, like, empty crowds. I mean... Um, but I guess or I guess there was, like, a few days ago, when I think Liverpool was playing, uh, Jurgen Klopp, who's the manager, he basically, I guess, like, some fan when, like, I was, like, held his hand to go high-five him. And he, like, looked at him and was like, are you bleeping stupid? Are, are you kidding put your, me? Put your hand away. You, yeah, really. It's like, <laughs> so, I'm, not, I'm not touching you. Yeah. I am not touching you. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I mean, yeah, I I do feel like it has been uh, sensationalized for sure. But at the same time, like, you don't want something that we can't treat being passed around. Yeah. To people who can't fight it off. Like, the yeah. people who can, whatever. The people who can't, like, yeah. Right. It, it, it's dumb to then either lock them out of events or, like, have to discriminate based on, like, age or, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, the ADA would have a field day with that. Oh, yeah. Um, You know. So, I, and I mean, the NBA is not the only league that's been affected. I mean, schools, I know yeah. you mentioned UT's extending their spring break, which congrats to anybody that goes to UT, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, I know that our school has been testing uh, online delivery for all classes, which, thank God, finally a proactive approach to something. Not, you know, not it's... Oh, not, it's, a, it's oh a, you know, when it gets here, we'll try to figure it out then. Yeah, so like, you know, like, oh, we had a blizzard. USF class. Yeah, hey, <laughs> now. That was one... T- actually, no, that's been every time. Uh, Yeah, it happens like once a year. Anyway, um, so yeah, like schools are looking at suspending. I know the current rumor is March Madness will be played... Like, the tournament will be played in front of empty arenas, which... Which, hey, as, as, long, as, I can still, as so, long as I can still bet on it, I don't care. That That's going to be so weird, watching that. And somebody thinks sinks, like, a crazy long three ball. And the only and thing you he hear is, a, the shot. is, like, a couple of teammates being like, Yeah, Fuck man! Yeah. You know, rather than, like, mm-hmm. the collective collective you know moans and groans or screams of the yeah. audience mm-hmm. you know yeah that's that's gonna be weird man it, yeah and the other thing that i wonder about in that case I, I don't know if they've made any formal statement on it um but like to me the other big question is like i wonder what like the wwe is doing about this because they routinely have shows in like big arenas like t-mobile msg places um. like that I actually saw that I think it's their next WrestleMania was canceled. Their next, uh, probably their next pay per view because they do like a big show every month where all the storylines conclude. Uh, but I could believe that. See. I mean, yeah, it's just any any yeah. gathering of uh, large Smack, people. SmackDown is can- uh, canceled in Detroit this Friday. Oh, okay. So, so are they so like straight up canceled. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. No, that's a wild. Again, I understand it. Like, it sucks, but I would rather have this yeah. than people getting sick or potentially dying. Like, right. again, 
it infects way more people than it kills, but uh-huh. if we can, you know, curtail mortality That'd by... That'd be good. <laughs> it's a tough sacrifice, but suspending sporting events for like two to three months, <sighs> I, you know, it's one that has to be made. It's maybe kind of a soft stance on it, but like... Give me my NASCARs. Yeah, really. Um, And speaking of big sporting events, we were talking about it last week. Uh, UFC, I believe it was 249, was on Saturday. Yes, it was. It was. It was actually a pretty good event for the most part, I would say. I mean, I certainly really enjoyed watching it. Of course. Uh, I... Um, as far as like, we were just gonna talk about the main card for the most part. I just wanted to talk about the last three fights. Yeah. Kind of, you know, cut to the chase a little. Well, I kind of forget. I kind of forget the three fight main okay. fights. Okay, so you're gonna have to remind me. All right. So crash course. We'll start at the bottom, I guess technically, with Benil Daryush versus Drakkar Close. Okay. Yeah. This was actually a pretty sick fight. I Beautiful. really enjoyed watching it. So. Uh, the conclusion of the fight, essentially, they've both been popped open, and they're Ooh. just kind of swinging wild. Yeah. Close looks like he's making a comeback. He's landing really good shots on Daryush, and then he, Daryush just sneaks in like a haymaker and a half and drops this dude. And it's one of those knockouts where you see in the dude's eyes as he's going down that yeah. he knows the fight is over. Yeah, I think I remember. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, it was a really sick conclusion. Actually. Yeah. I really dug that. Um, but, th- uh, yeah. On to the fight I actually want to talk about. Yes. Which is Weile Zhang Zhang versus uh, Joanna Jinjacek. I said her name right this time. Well done. Well done. Uh, so, this fight... This is what I want championship fights to look like. Yeah. That was... Well, you don't want it to look like uh, Mayweather Pacquiao? That was crazy intense. Just full bore pretty much from start to finish. That's like... Those are warriors right there. Oh, my Genuinely. God. Jacek had what looked like... A broken face? She looked like Megamind out there. <laughs> and was still throwing for yeah. like all she was worth. And you're yeah. seeing some of these shots like between rounds and slow motion oh. where they're like trading and both of their heads are yeah. snapping back. It's insane. Or like Wele is hitting Joanna right on the button basically. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. I want to see it again. Oh, We're probably going to see it again because I, I do believe it was a win by decision. Now, admittedly, I believe it was the right decision. And obviously Wait, that, there is that some... That fight went the distance? Yeah, it did. It oh went the distance. Oh my so, dear yeah. God. Which, like, you if you saw any clip of the fight, yeah. you would think, oh, this must I be... I saw their face. This must be right before the knockout. I saw their faces. Surely. There was no way. This was right before the knockout. No, it went the distance. No, no, it went the distance. And Zeng won by decision. Cool. Jeez. Hopefully we get this again in six months. Yeah. Hopefully it's just as good. It was... <laughs> Awesome. Hopefully, hopefully, don't have to do too many more fights like that, or else I'll have brain damage. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but there's a possible chance yeah, that they kind of do yeah, already. I'm, I, I'm a UFC fan. I know that's a possibility. Yeah, it's a distinct chance, right? Um, so that was amazing. Yeah, I feel like it really set the uh, 
the co-main, bar. I will say, yeah. it was the co-main event. It was not it, the main event. It, it was the last been. fight of the yeah. night. By far. No. Adesanya Romero, if we had any kind of like predictive abilities, they should have swapped order. Adesanya Romero was profoundly disappointing. I think Yo, that's fair. I, to well, say. I mean, after the fight you just saw, it's especially just like, after the fight you just saw. But even if that had come after like a snoozer of a fight, yeah. that wouldn't have been any better. I mean, I can it summarize. Helped, I can summarize so. each and every round in in like fair. three sentences. Norel Romero comes out with his hands up, stands in the center of the ring. Yeah, he maybe hits Adesanya. Three or four times. Adesanya lands two to three nasty-sounding leg kicks. Yeah. Bell rings next round. Mm-hmm. There was, I think, two takedown attempts, one of which was successful and didn't result in anything, Ooh. and the other was unsuccessful, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you had two takedown events, a UFC record for least amount of strikes. I mean... I'm just curious what your Romero's mentality was. I because there's in UFC it seems to me like there's a tremendous uh, championship bias. Oh, like if yeah. it goes to decision and Chair. it's not clear cut. Cl- I mean, yeah. we saw that with the last uh, yeah. two forty eight. John yeah. Jones, I mean, from a certain perspective, may have won. Uh, I don't no. think so. I don't think so. But there's a huge bias. But Romero's letting it go the distance. Like, buddy, I get that you're, like, getting up there. I think he's, like, 41 or 2. He's getting up there. But you can't just, like, stand there. No. I think it was one of those cases where they were both waiting for the other to unload. But at some point, how are you not taking the initiative? Was Romero the champion? No, Adesanya was and still is the champion. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Yeah, let me clarify that. But, yeah. I mean, so Romero, who is the challenger, comes out yeah. and fights like he's the champion, sort of. And, and he, does, he I did. don't. And I don't. I thought, I thought he won the fight. Uh, I mean, with if you consider the bonus of Artie being the champion, Whoa, and the fight is right. essentially dead even, it's gonna go to the champion. I thought it was even because, to be honest, while Romero hit Adesanya in the face a little more. I think if well, that I, th- I think I remember the fight where Romero came out strong and then just didn't really do much in like the closing rounds. Yeah, and that's what. Well, killed him. and I mean those are the championship right. rounds, right? And you have to remember there's also like a recency bias, right. and so exactly. because Adesanya landed probably more leg kicks toward the tail end of the fight, and he's a champion, and he's a champion, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's like you come in as the challenger and you just are content to stand there. I mean, I mean, uh, he won. The, I guess he thought he won the first couple of rounds and thought, oh, okay, I can and probably. And just gonna coast. That's such co- a. That's yeah. so weak, dude. Because you know, Adesanya's not gonna engage, and I can't no. fault him for no. that. I'm not gonna well, take he, punishment. Well, if I'm like, if I'm the champion, I say, oh, well, if I am, I if I'm even with this guy, I'll win the fight. Why would you try to knock if him I'm out? If I'm roughly go, even with this guy, yeah, I'll win the fight. right. Yeah, like I mean, it wasn't nearly like it was. A, it was a close fight. Now the Jones one, I thought. Who who who's he fighting again? Uh, Dominic Reyes. Yeah, I thought Reyes won that fight. I mean, that clear. one definitely. I feel like Reyes did win. Yeah. I have to agree there. Um, but as far as like that one was relatively it was. close. It was. I, I would say. Um. Yeah, and so then, 
after winning by decision, Adesanya was talking some mad shit to uh, Paulo Costa. And I think that one's supposed to be coming up. Yeah. Uh, also, after that fight, Dana White went on a oh. mad rant. I mean, the dude's yeah. kind of renowned for... Is gas bagging the right word? Yes. Okay. Um, by the way, just more breaking news. Uh, the G League has also suspended its season. I mean, no Which, kidding. Not surprising. Follow yeah. your follow in your big brother's footsteps. Right. Like, I mean, that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. If you're not holding one, why would you hold the other? Um, so, yeah. No, Dana White went on a mad diatribe about this. Basically saying the same things I was. Mm. Like, Romero's coming in as the challenger. That's the fight he puts on. Right. Uh, and then he said some mad hurtful shit it, like if i was romero i'd be trying to find this dude's address like uh what was it um you're only in there because somebody else got hurt yeah. or like something to that effect and that's the fight that's like the shit you give us i mean um you know uh, i mean i don't blame dana like i, I don't he, blame dana like either he, he wants to see a good fight and everybody just, wants to see a good yeah. fight when you deliver a tepid product like that like well i mean dana goes from seeing the fight before everybody not just dana. Well, right but then the cha- the championship fight and you know so yeah right oh uh, i don't you know, blame dana but... you're only in there because somebody else got hurt you wouldn't have this shot otherwise and that's the fight you give us right uh, this was probably your last opportunity. You're going to have to go on like a hell of a run to even consider getting back here, which like, holy crap. Now listen, if, if Romero would have won like the first three rounds and it's like not even close, then I would probably do the same thing he did for like the last two rounds. It kind of just like kind of, uh, but they were close. Raised the, that's the thing. They were close. Yeah. But if I was like, if I took him down multiple times, you know, and, once. Yeah. Well, okay. If I took him but say that he, t- he took him down multiple times, say once per round, and you know he was clearly dominating the fight. The last two rounds, I'd probably say, listen, I I could go for the knockout, but I could gas out. He can, you know, he can get me lo- and make me get lucky. Well, it's one lucky shot. I mean, we saw that with the uh, Lewis, for uh, one close fight. Yeah, right. And so for me, I I understand where he come from. He's coming from, but it was close. Yeah, and it's like, you're not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, and then it's like, <laughs> plus, I mean, Dana comes off as, <laughs> shall we say, a bit of a chauvinist. <laughs> like the whole Ooh. women will never fight in my league, and then you have one of the biggest name brand Ramsey. athletes ever yeah. to pass through your league be a woman who yeah. essentially had her own division created for. Oh her. yeah, um, and then you have a co-main. Which you probably had your had to have your arm twisted to do in the first place, but it's like they're both champions. They should be a co-main, yeah. not a main yeah. and a secondary. Yeah. So you probably get your arm twisted to do that. And then it turns out that the fight that you scheduled last, which was the men, like you always do, sucked by comparison. Oh, yeah. So does that... I, I definitely feel like that fuels the bitter edge that he was going after Romero with because now he <coughs> looks like an idiot. Now, listen, if... I honestly could get Dana White saying that he doesn't necessarily like seeing women fight because he doesn't want to see women beat the hell out of each other, which... That's dumb. I mean, listen... That's such a stupid mentality I mean, to me. I, I could get it because, like, I don't want to see women 
you know, all bloodied up and all, and like, and I don't genuinely like seeing people bloodied up in general. Right. Which but like, here's the thing. makes it's a, you question why I enjoy the UFC listen, so much. I, I get if that was his point, but it seems like he just like doesn't want women in the UFC. It feels like it like, sometimes. Yeah. Which, I mean, listen, I get if that was his perspective, I understand it. But like, if women want to fight, let them fight. And if they're going to put on shows like that, <laughs> yeah. put them last on the card. Oh, yeah. I will... Man, I don't know uh, when this rematch is supposed to be because I, I don't even know if it's scheduled yet. I will park my ass directly but on the couch. genuinely, with a unless cold there is like a super fight, like mm-hmm. a genuine super fight, I want to see them like McGr- as like, like the McGregor final Ma- main like event. Like McGregor Masvidal? No, even that. Oh, well, I, would I, want well, I think, think, Mas- think Masvidal would murder him. And it's one. also not a title fight, so there's that okay, too. Fair. Um, I still, I, I still mean that like unless it was say like uh, Khabib Tony, which oh. I don't think it is, because that's coming up. That's yeah, coming up. I'm hyped for that. Oh. Um, that's like the next big like, I don't UFC know, maybe, event. I mean, is would Khabib Masvidal ever happen? Uh, I think they're fighting in the same division, so it could. But again, that would not be, big enough. You don't think so? Uh, to take the place of that, no. Well, okay. Because here's the thing about it. Now if we're talking yeah. pure spectacle. Okay, yeah. That's going to be the better fight. Well, because assuming that Khabib kind of gets his way, because right. Khabib fights, he wins convincingly. Yeah. In a way that's incredibly boring to watch, <laughs> which is I, I think mean, why he's not. I mean, I think. Well, you know, sometimes right, he's got I, great striking. Everybody at, well, who stands yeah. at the top of their division does. You can't be single dimensional anymore. Um, I mean, but like. If he gets to play his game, it won't be as interesting as that. Those are well, I mean, stand-up, now drag looking, Now fighters. looking at it, it's just like seeing what we saw and then comparing to anything else would be like, I don't want really to watch that. Yeah, and <laughs> so, a lot of people are saying like, oh, that's, you know, uh, that's like fight of the year material. I believe Oh, it, yeah. Genuinely. Um, Probably. Like, that's not just one of the best women's fights ever. It's one of the best fights ever. Period. Also, yes. Yeah. 100% agree with that. No reason to gender it that way. <laughs> No. That seriously no. is one of the best fights I've seen on period. Yeah, since I started watching the UFC, that's genuinely Although, one of the best I've seen. We all know that Mayweather McGregor was better. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, <laughs> just kidding. In, in, in no way, in no. no way. Also, not UFC. Well, um, it, I mean, yeah, but but like in terms of sheer intensity over distance, that one is insane. More or less unmatched, I would say. I mean, it's... I mean, obviously, there's like the huge jaw droppers, like the Derek Lewis oh fight God. or uh, Masvidal Askren, but that that makes you say, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Once this, this was, was oh like shit. for oh shit. twenty. Oh shit! What was it? Twenty five minutes? Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of curious as to, as like as of right now, who are your like top? Who are your like the guy the guys in the or women in the, in the UFC that you root for? Uh, the ones that I root for. Um. Well, after that fight, definitely Weili Zhang. Fair. Because she delivers. Yeah. Um. And then probably uh, Rose Namajunas and yeah, probably Junjacek because every fight that I've seen her do has been really like. It's been good. It's been right. entertaining to watch, and she's, like, crazy good. You yeah. know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. if you're getting to fight the champ, well, yeah. and you take it all the way to a decision, must be pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would say probably those three. They tend to put on really, like, 
fun to watch matches yeah. more so than anything. So I'll go with those three. Yeah, I mean, can't really argue with that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. So I'll open this up. Do you have any? Do you have three fighters that you like more than? Could be for any reason. I I'll mean, take it. I know. I'm a relatively casual UFC I'm fan, really but you're casual. a lot more casual oh, than I am. Yeah, so I'm curious. More. So I know Masvidal is one of them, right? Well, it's Masvidal, Derek Lewis, and uh, I'll only ridicule you for your opinion if it's really bad. So let's hear it. I mean, if I was gonna pick someone, yeah, pick a number three. Let's hear it. It. It might be Connor. Okay, I that's mean, fair. I, I think I if I was gonna, I mean, mostly, I mean, partially because he's Irish, name brand Irish. Yeah, usually delivers pretty good fights. Yeah, I get it. And he's just a cocky son of a bitch. And it, yeah, <laughs> it's fun to watch him win, yeah. and it's even more fun to watch him lose. Boom. I, I'll buy that. Yeah, no, I'll buy that. Yeah, no, Masvidal because he's a great personality, and you know, Levitard, Miami. Yeah, fair enough. And then fair Derek enough. Lewis. Well, we all know why Derek Lewis. <laughs> Dude's, dude's awesome. Mon- dude's a monster. Dude's a monster. Yeah. Puts on good fights oh. pretty frequently. And it was so funny, too, because I remember the, the fight that he had his famous interview. We were just watching it really casually, and we saw, and, you know, we were both saying, oh, well, that fight looks like it's over, and all of a sudden just, holy yeah, exactly. shit. Exactly. Uh, definitely etched into my memory there. Yeah. Um, so that's all I had for the UFC. Let's uh, switch leagues a little bit. Uh, talk about something very briefly that happened with the NFL. Mm. There's still not a ton going on uh, aside from a few roster moves. Yeah. This is one of them. Yeah. Um, Packers have officially cut Jimmy Graham, which as of now seems to be one of as much as Brian Gutekunst has been really good, it's one of his worst moves in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, they caught him to say, I think they saved $8 million in cap stage, which, by the way, if they were paying him $8 million cap, that'd be that'd still be bad, but they're paying him, they were paying him like 11 or 12 Oof. Like he, I think he, I think after someone got cut, he was the highest paid tight end in, in the league. Jesus. <laughs> and he Not made, worth. And I mean, he made a couple plays. That, like he made the, fir- he made the first, he made like, a couple of good plays. first down that like basically sealed the game for the Packers against Seattle. But it's not a ton of utility. He might as well, well have lined up as a slot receiver. Well, that's the thing. Like the dude, first of all, he had so many catching problems. Like he couldn't catch the ball. I remember. I th- it was either this year or last year where he had or no well, two years ago he wasn't Rogers wasn't healthy, or he missed he didn't, he didn't miss any time. Never mind. I think I think it was a year he it was a year he had two interceptions. So I think it was like twenty seven touchdowns, six two picks. I think it was two years ago, and I think both picks were off like tip drills. Oh jeez. From Graham. Yeah. No. Because, <laughs> and if the Packers needed a consistent like tall. Physical-ish dude. Why don't they keep Jared Cook? Just throw it at Mercedes Lewis. I get it. He's older, but he catches more consistently. But he's so consistent. And he just... Yeah. And the... Th- okay, the thing about... Like, and Graham is by no stretch a bad player. No. But you were overpaying for him. Overpaying. And he was probably getting more snaps than he should have. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about Graham is he can't block. That, too. And that's... And Mercedes Lewis is one of the best blocking talent in the league. Not to Still. mention... The dude catches. Yeah. So and he might be slow as shit, but he catches the ball. 
And he can also still jump over people. Yeah. Despite and like that's the thing. Being ready it, for a retirement. Gre- Jimmy Graham. He's a former basketball player. Well, he if he drops the ball every time doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he can't dribble a football. I just. I, I mean, the Packers have a long list of well, I mean, I guess two really bad free agent acquisitions that are from tight end. I mean, yeah, you know, I started with Martellus Bennett. We all know how that went. Yeah, I still hate the guy. <laughs> um, and then Jimmy Graham, which I don't, I don't hate the guy. He seems like a really cool guy. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, you know, he gets to fly a lot of cool planes, which is pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he seems like a good guy. Just didn't just, work out. I think, yeah, I, I think he. I think they just signed him when he was past his prime. And that, I mean, I think that's definitely what it was because he was a, he was a he was a monster monster out in Seattle, and, and it's just like ALN man. I just they should have lined him up at receiver because he can't block. And what's the harm in that, really? I mean, have him run short routes. He's already route running anyway. Yeah, I. I just you need a tight end who can who can do both. Yeah, really. You know, and if. <laughs> <laughs> and so, if you're putting yeah. like a linebacker or like a like a or like a, like an outside linebacker or a corner on Jimmy Graham, that's a mis- mismatch every time. Yeah, no, genuinely. And you know you have Mercedes Lewis who can block, and then Jimmy Graham as a, as like a receiver, that's solid. But they yeah, just, huge physical mismatch. But I, I totally agree. You know, I just it sucks, but I'm happy because this is going to give Jay Sternberger a chance to shine next year. He seemed all right. Yeah, we'll, was, we'll see. You know, we'll see, but. You know, I I wish Jimmy the best. I clown on him a lot, but he's he's a good dude. Yeah, you know, good player. You know, I might. That's that's the thing with me is I is that I I clown on a lot of like my team's players or coaches and. But it's because you care. I mean, right. genuinely. But like after they leave, I'm not going to be like ha ha ha. I mean, well, when McCarthy was fired, most I, of the time. Well, when McCarthy was fired, I was you know I was happy, but I was also you know I I appreciated what he did. Yeah, really. which, I, which is what I think what most people should do, but they're all like everybody's just like fans. so long, get out of here, don't speak to me. Like, uh-huh, ah, yeah. go kill yourself. It's like, guys, come on, absolute trash. You know, I just I think it's you know you might clown someone, but at the end of the day, they played or worked for your team, so you know appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. And so I wish him the best. Um, I hope he lands somewhere, just not a division rival. Yeah, really. Um. I have a couple of more NFL rumors I wanted to talk about. Oh boy. Rumors, news, whatever you want to call it. So first off, we have the Bucks seemingly going all out. Yeah. For the TB12. The TB12 method. Yeah, they want that TB12 method. They're they're sick of uh, Apple turnovers. Jameis Winston, the only member of the Thirty for Thirty Club. King. Um. They're sick of him. They want somebody who I guess can deliver perfect strikes inside of 10 yards. Which, I mean, it's a good way to cut down on interceptions if you think that's really where the issue was. Or you bring Brady on and have him play for a year. Let Which, Jameis, you know, maybe I mean, pick up some of the I mean, boys. he'll walk. I mean, if, if yeah. they, they... Well, I mean, Jameis is a free agent this year, I think, too. Yeah. But the time Brady, he's going to want to start. That's true. So, well... You know, okay. it's funny. Yeah. I, <laughs> we all like to clown on Jameis, but other than his well, other than decisions, his turnover problems, yeah. well, and his off the field issues, yeah, like uh, I just Jameis doesn't seem like a bad guy. He just has, and he could be great. Yeah, he, he needs to keep well, his head down. I mean, we've seen J- Jameis has all the talent in the world. Yeah, he, didn't he throw for like five thousand or four thousand yards? He had I a mean, the monster has, season. Well, the problem mean, is it was on both sides of the ball, yeah, essentially. Yeah. 
I just I I want James to do well. I just and he can. What well, we've seen it. I mean, well, we've seen he can do well. He's just the streakiest player in the NFL. I I'm well. I mean, he's one of the streakiest players in all of sports. Maybe only to be rivaled by the Houston Rockets, who can like go on a tear or miss like thirty straight threes. It depends on whether, yeah. It genuinely. It depends, depends on whether they're in the regular season or the playoffs. Yeah, really. <laughs> um. So I just wanted to mention that really quick, and then also the rumors about Dak Prescott's contract. <laughs> oh, because man. I'm never gonna miss an opportunity to <laughs> laugh out. about this. Yeah. So. Dak Prescott allegedly... Allegedly. Well, I mean, there are reports that he declined a contract that was like $105 million guaranteed, which for any quarterback, I can understand why you decline it. But it looked like it was like $33 million per year, so it it probably was like a three-year contract. Yeah. So Dak Prescott declined a contract for like $33 million per year, which I believe is... Only, I think Aaron Rodgers is like cap hit for this year is like 33 and a half or like maybe 32 and a half. So it's either in the middle or a little bit more, a little bit less than what Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, is making. And this is Dak Prescott. Who else is going to give you that money? I mean, well, <laughs> no one. Well, actually, no, I disagree because it's the it's the free market and the, it's like the open market in the NFL. Someone's going to give them that contract. Yeah, but like, who needs a quarterback that bad that's oh, not well, already planning on drafting one? That's a, where they're that's willing a really to overpay for that's a mid-pack really good point. quarterback. Because if you look at the teams that need quarterbacks, the Dolphins are going probably hard for Tua. Drafting Tua. The Bengals are probably drafting Burrow. Drew Burrow. Yeah, I mean, are there any other teams that have a huge hole? Of, well, I guess Carolina, kind well, of. I mean, if they but re- if, they might they might retain Cam. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, so we'd have to also see. the Chargers, but they might trade for Cam. So, but like, like the Chargers. Yeah, okay, I mean the Chargers. Not, I guess, but I guess I mean, but like if he goes out to Carolina, it's like yeah, you're gonna have to pay more for Cam. But isn't Dak just like? I'd rather have Cam. Yeah, I mean they have more or less a similar. Also, if you're Carolina, you don't. If you're Carolina, I wouldn't get rid of Cam because he's beloved there and he's a great leader. Yeah, really. Like the the image shift alone, I don't. No. Possibly even just for that reason. I mean Jacksonville. (laughs) Actually, they have have mustache pop. pop Hold on a second. Well, yeah, maybe they want Gardner Minshew starting. I don't know. (laughs) Oh God. That Nick Foles contract. Oof, that is an <laughs> anchor of a contract. <laughs> yeah, I, Oof. I don't, I don't. I mean, there's, there's not a lot of teams that like desperately need one. That um, don't have they a high either, pick. They I mean, either, there's a few, like the Chargers, right? Like the, the well, Jags. I mean, the Chargers have a pretty good. Well, pick. they have a good pick. Yeah, like it's either, it's either teams that are kind of rebuilding and don't have a crazy high pick that. That are like okay at quarterback and might not want to do anything. Or it's a weird teams, filter. For yeah, sure. or te- like teams that are like kind of in purgatory, or teams that are like really bad and are already planning on drafting them, like the Bengals and the well, Dolphins. Why the hell are you assuming that Dak can put you over the top? We've seen the he, we've seen that he can't. Unless your concern is like, and again, this is not any team in the league that has an elite defense and virtually no offense. Yeah, because what we've seen is that can get you to a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. 49ers. If you have a passable offense yeah. and a stellar freaking defense. I mean, I think that, I mean, if Dak were to, it's a weird, it just kind of popped in my head. It's a weird combination. But 
if Dak, I mean, if they don't sign Dak, they're probably just going to franchise tag him. Yeah. But if he were to hit the open market and say Tannehill goes to, I don't know where, which I don't know why Tennessee would let him go. Because he's Dak, been doing good. Right. I could, I if, actually, if, if Dak would have would have go to like Tennessee with Derrick Henry, I could see that. Actually, and that's a that's a really good. I mean, it gives him a running back that's just as good as Zeke. And could you imagine the nasty read options? Yeah, exactly. They pull off? Yeah. You hand the ball to Derrick Henry. It's an, it's an interesting option. Or fake a handoff. Right. Everybody sucks in. <laughs> well, Dak runs a bootleg. Yeah. He's untouched for 30 yards. Yeah, I mean... No... Because <laughs> they know it takes seven people well, to stop him. If, I, mean, I mean, maybe more. Maybe more. That's... I just... It's kind of funny to me. I just... I don't see why you'd pay Dak that much. And if I'm Dak, why wouldn't you... Why don't you stay with the established brand? Well, I mean... That's the other thing, too, that I it's don't It's the Cowboys. Feel, I don't feel like this is being... I, I certainly haven't seen this discussed, where Dak staying on the Cowboys might be a better move financially. Oh, yeah. Not for the contract he gets. No. For the ads and the endorsements yeah. and the sponsorships. I mean, here's the thing. He's on the most marketable team. Okay. Period. Listen, most popular as, much as, I, as much as I period. hate the Cowboys, first of all, if you're Dak, why would you leave? You get to live in Dallas, a fantastic city with no state income tax... Yeah. The most marketable team in the country. Yeah. You, endorsements up the galore. You have amazing facilities. You're an, in soup an ads, owner, you're an owner, on an owner, mattress ads. Yeah, an owner that wants to that wants to do anything to win a Super Bowl. You have amazing facilities, amazing stadium. In my opinion, a good owner but a terrible GM. A Super Bowl winning coach yeah. now. Well now, now yeah, admittedly right, like right. There's think, some debate there. I think McCarthy, I, might, I think McCarthy's going to do well. I your think. coaching has gotten substantially yeah. better. I don't, the money is good. The, and, Maybe you can get more and from I mean, somewhere where else. Would he, but, I mean, if you, if you looked at where he'd go, I mean, if you went to the Chargers, that's L.A. You're, if you took a little bit less in Dallas, you'd probably be making more than if you were in L.A. Yeah. No, with the state income tax. Yeah. And honestly, you're playing for a better team in Dallas yeah. than if you were to go to Jacksonville I mean, you're living, or the Chargers. Like you you're living, much you're better living in a fantastic city. You have no state income tax. You're playing on a better team. That's a. It's at least a playoff team in a better arena. Oh, oh we forgot to mention that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that goes to world, world class facilities. Yeah, exactly. I just, if you had drafted the Cowboys, why would you leave? I mean, yeah, I mean, and they're offering you a good contract. <laughs> they offer you thirty. They offer him thirty three million, and he wants more. He wants to be paid more than Aaron Rodgers. Which, by the way, know, the times that they've played Aaron Rodgers, I think Dak's beat him like once or twice, and that was in the regular season. Yeah, not when it mattered. No. It's wild. I just... But, yeah, I, I just wanted to address that. I, I just don't understand You it. know, as much as I hate, hate the Cowboys, if I was drafted them, I would never leave. I mean, unless the team got to be well, too much for you, but it seems like they're getting better. Th- yeah. No? No, they're... I mean, they've drafted really well in the past. I mean, they got Van Der Esch. They traded for Amari Cooper. Who, yeah, I'm still a little salty about that. <laughs> Listen, but. you got a first round pick out of a guy who who probably well, I don't think he actually wanted to leave. He they just drafted him because they couldn't couldn't pay him apparently. But now we're yeah. willing to pay Tom Brady thirty three million dollars. I don't <laughs> I don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, wow. This I've never thought we would have a segment where it'd just be me like saying good things about the Cowboys, but here we are. Well, yeah, I mean. The- from, well, I think it's more me saying good from, things about Dallas. From but... solely a profitability standpoint, oh, the yeah. Cowboys are unrivaled. 
Oh. Period. Yeah. I mean, you have two broadcasters that all they do is suck them off. How, uh, and like six <laughs> analysts that do that too. <laughs> well. I mean, you got defenders out the wazoo, so even if yeah. you have a dog shit game, you're still going to be like propped up by the media. It's rare that you'll be vilified by anybody other than the people who actually care. Okay, so you just you, you were talking about Dallas uh, analysts who just love them. Yeah. This made this made me think of something that just made me mad again, and I want to talk about it. Oh boy. So, go off. Yeah. Go so, off. We were well. We were talking about this this weekend when we were playing video games. Um, so we were talking about how we were listening to the, like a video from Colin Cowherd. Talking First about mistake, by the way. Which, yeah, just want to interject here. Listen, I want to say that since I've stopped listening to Colin, my life is just well. I'm not gonna say it's str- less stress, but like it's really it's helped. gotten better. It's Maybe great. not less stress, but it's certainly but I'm, better. But I've only been listening to, like the Levitard show for my sport and part of my take, which is fantastic. So he was talking about how like the Bucks versus the Lakers, and how I think he was trying to make a case for why LeBron is the MVP. Yeah, sure. because you know he was talking about how AD hasn't proven that he can lift up a team god (laughs) now let me just say i need to go turn on the heater because that is freezing cold i when i heard that i was just laughing and just like me too me too because i was with you when he said that yeah i know and we were both like does he not realize that last year the lakers Granted, because of a, because of LeBron's injury, like a groin injury, among other things. But, but before were, then, the Lakers still, were like a borderline playoff team when LeBron was healthy. Yeah. Now they're the first or second best team in the West. Yeah. You know Depending why? On when you check the standings, you yeah. know why? Not because Jer- or because Danny Green joined the team. Not because Dion. Well, Dion Waiters. Um, not because Dion Waiters. By the way, yeah. not technically a Laker. <laughs> but um, because, won't be for a while because with the they, suspension because they traded. <laughs> Because they traded for Anthony Davis. Now, granted, Brandon Ingram, Alonzo Ball. They and, sold their souls for Anthony Davis. They did not trade for him. They the, sold their correct. souls. But However, holy crap, have they been good. Yeah. And in the, the recent games, or not even necessarily the recent games, throughout the season, there's been games where AD's put up yeah. better numbers than LeBron. AD's been phenomenal. Now, admittedly, uh, numbers are numbers. That's not the only thing to it. Russ. I mean, LeBron, if, if, if numbers were everything, Russ would be the MVP every single year every single and year. would win a championship. Uh, but I mean, you know, LeBron does bring that IQ, oh. that presence. He directs the team on the floor in a in a way that's usually very conducive. Listen, I'm, I'm not, not just I've not necessarily success. been a fan of like the new age LeBron, but he's still one of the smartest basketball players I've ever seen. Period. 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 There's I mean, he's... tons of footage of him <laughs> matchup hunting to get easy buckets. And that's in no way like a bitch move or anything. No. That oh, is okay. smart no. Okay, the funniest thing I've ever heard was Skip Bayless like bitching at LeBron because he didn't take a final shot, but instead he like drove to the basket and like pitched it to the open man and they like missed a three. And Skip was yelling at LeBron because he didn't take the final shot. Yeah, man. And I just like And yeah. what the that's just people have found through it's funny to me how people through LeBron's entire career have found ways to bitch at him to say, "Oh, you ain't shit. You're all, you're you're terrible." Like I remember, he's not terrible. He has annoying habits. Yeah, listen, I remember when LeBron was in Miami. I would never say Russ is terrible. He's just annoying. He's just like or like Harden. Yeah, he's a great player. I just hate how he plays. I just hate how he plays, it. but I I respect it. 
I, I don't. Well, okay, that's not true. I don't, I don't respect, respect his game. But I respect his ability to shoot the know, basketball. But goddamn, I know he's a great right. player. I but just I mean, hate it. Now listen, it's the same I was thing with I was like, uh, I mean, I was rooting for LeBron in the part where everyone was finding every little way to just shit on him. Well, yeah, because you're in Miami, right? Because I because like, I remember like the first year. Oh, he choked against the Mavericks, which. He yes, that was his worst moment of his career. Oh, he flops all the fucking time, right. which he okay, still yeah. does. Yeah, I mean, but but that, then, that one, but then, yeah. I remember this. I remember LeBron finally won a championship. By the way, was the best player on the floor clearly in that in that OKC series. Yeah, and what were people saying? They were discrediting him because it was a shortened season. Yeah, whatever. It'll be probably a shortened season this season too. I just. So if LeBron wins wins a championship with the Lakers, <laughs> yeah, it does nothing to dissuade the problem. Well, I'm mean, okay. The difference is now people have kind of like now it's just all about it's like LeBron Center, LeBron Report, and it's just you know, yeah, it's, it's true. People, there are certain people who hate LeBron, like Skip Bayless, which dude's a clown anyway. Dude, I'm sick of. Let, let's not talk about uh, internet uh, media. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I, f- I follow Skip Bayless on Twitter. Media approved internet trolls. Because yeah. that's all Colin and Skip are. Well, I wouldn't say They're, Colin's a troll. Yes, I, he is. Both of these of. guys are just trolls who exist to make people mad. I'm sick and tired of talking about them. They're so <laughs> stupid. Or Which actually, no. They're smart as hell. Because they say crazy yeah. stupid shit. Like, and we're still talking about like it. Colin on so e- that makes us Colin stupid, on ESPN but, was decent. I listen to him a lot. But gain of FS1 just I don't disgusting. Yeah, I I'm done. Let, yeah. Let's not talk about Moving that. Moving on. But yeah, Aiden. no. I mean, you brought up an interesting point. There there Aiden. is a lot of uh LeBron Giannis like friction currently. First of all, I'll back the argument that Giannis is maybe a little more deserving cuz he plays on a team with a number First of because all, because AD is a one slash two. He's he's a, a he's a, he's like a he's a he's a one a one one a. Exa- Which that's exactly yeah. yeah. It's it's hilarious to me how I like Doug Gottlieb who was filling in for Colin was saying oh boy LeBron deserves the MVP, and he said that because the Bucks are gonna coast, LeBron's gonna turn it up and you know you don't know that. For, you don't know that. I mean, I, I assume the Bucks are going to coast. I'm glad Colin found somebody just as stupid <laughs> yeah. as him to fill. Doug Godley's a moron. Enough. <laughs> but I mean, I just, you brought you brought, brought up an interesting point about the MVP race. I hate the MVP race so much because it was like, oh, because I remember, I, 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 just this year specifically the, or in general? In general. Like, okay. The Levitard show was talking about this where they were like, yeah, so I think before the weekend. That's the only outside source that's permissible on the podcast now. I've just decided <laughs> that rule. I don't disagree. Well, and part of my take. Okay, sure. Mostly just like, to... I wouldn't say they're exactly a primary sports for sports, uh, Listen, sports news. But they're not clowns. Come on, we can't be following behind them. We have to lead. They're not clowns, though, so... I mean, that's not true. Oh, I mean... Not in the same way. Big Cat's a Bears clown, but... Yeah, sure. But I mean... Whatever. But, it, but like, I think before, I think according to Caesars, I think that LeBron, or, uh, Giannis was like a minus 2,000 to win MVP. And, like, after this weekend, it, he was like minus... 500 hmm. which two regular season games determine are like oh LeBron should win MVP now that's crap Giannis has been the best player throughout an entire season pretty much and I mean it's just recency bias as yeah. much as everybody yeah. loves to say that particular phrase I think it applies in this yeah, no it does like because I mean listen LeBron was phenomenal this weekend I mean because they beat the Bucks and the Clippers but I mean okay 
Miami beat the Bucks in a regular season game. Does that mean Jimmy Butler's the MVP? I no. I, no. It's through it's through an entire yeah. season. Jimmy Butler's also been hurt more than once. So <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. For an MVP season, you have to play eighty-two games. Right. Well, I mean, you know, pretty much. eighty-two, but I mean, you have to. But I mean, Giannis has been the seventy-nine. <laughs> All right, MJ. Like Giannis has been the best player in the league this year. Period. I think so. I mean, yeah. anyway. So yeah, moving on from a little rant that went a very a lot of different ways. Yeah, which I don't so, mind. So uh, let's talk about some positives. Yeah, and for once, it is a positive. NASCAR, <laughs> man. Oh my god, it's a great race this week. Okay, Phoenix last year was absolute garbage. Yeah, it was. I don't like awful. the track in general already. Really? Uh, it just seems kind of boring to me. Okay, honestly. well, let me, I'll say this. I saw, like, a someone that, like, went to the race and had, like, garage access and, like, pit access. Mm-hmm. They have done an absolutely phenomenal job, because they actually re- recently redone, redid it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. and so for one, I will say, I don't like the new layout. I don't like how, like, the start-finish line is in, like, in, like, old, old turn one. And how I, they'll bite the toes super hard. Like, I don't. I, don't I actually mind don't mind that. No, I like that. I don't mind that. They're like four or five wide. I don't mind that. Anything to mix it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, you know? I don't mind that. I mean, it's not a cookie cutter, so I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, I don't really like how like the start finish line's in the middle of a corner. That I don't like. But not a fan of that. the renovations they did are incredible. Mm. They are absolutely, like, I mean, there's a place, I mean, there's couches like in the infield. And there's like a like, so that's sick. there's like a Miller Lite beer garden and there's like a Mike's Hard Lemonade uh, stand like on the other side and there's like couches right in the middle. There's shade. There's that's cool. There's that's fans cool. that are blowing like AC like type air. Are you taking notes, Vegas Motor? Oh Speedway? yeah, because you really should be. <laughs> and I mean, and the garage access is incredible. Like, yeah, even I mean, even I for, did notice that. Even I did for notice even that. for like a specific like like a like the neon garage passes that we had weren't. I mean, they were sweet, but they weren't like they weren't nearly as anything as Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, they were cool. We yeah. got to see the cars being rolled out, right? Basically, okay. But in Phoenix, and we got we got to look down right. into the garages. They no, were yeah, on but in cars. Phoenix, like you basically go in the garage, and there's like there's railings that like the obviously you know ward you off from going into the garage, but you can basically be just look in the back of the garage. Yeah. The entire time. And you can stand there and you can go to go to your favorite driver's stall. That's awesome. And he'll maybe they'll be there, you can get an autograph. Yeah. Something. Like it's we'll inc- get to see him before they get in the car. Right. Even that. And I mean admittedly we maybe didn't do the best job of like, I don't know, driver hunting that we could have while well, we, we were didn't, there. We didn't driver hunt at all. Which yeah, exactly. Uh, we were, we went to where the interesting stuff was. Right. And we wanted to see pit stalls and things like yeah. that. Yeah. And, and the drivers weren't in their garages. But like that's awesome. No. Of course, I would be the one to spoil it for everybody by throwing things. At <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The nineteen. Well, you know, or the nine. It's it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because I actually I, my dad wants really wants to go to Phoenix and so I'm gonna just like beg him to get garage passes like hey just father spit on spit on nine's tires to Listen, try to father, loosen the traction father, I really, a little bit. I really would like to go stock Bubba's uh, Bubba's garage so please. Thanks. Oh yikes! If, but uh, yeah, no. But okay. I mean, enough but, about the track. Let's talk about the race. It was okay. So they uh, NASCAR last year the sh- the short track racing maybe other Dude. than Bristol was garbage. So bad. It was yep. awful. Not but, great at all. And so this year, what they did, uh, they improved the short track package by getting a, a, a spoiler that was like two and a half inches or two and a quarter inches. 
They put 750 horsepower in it. And mother of God. Oh, the racing. <laughs> the ch- it was good. The changes are so phenomenal. It was good. This should be the package for every race, period. And that's what even the drivers were saying. Oh, yeah. Like Kevin Harvick was just why I, I wish we could do this every week. Yeah. I wish they did, too. Oh, it was yeah. a good race. It was a great race. Uh, there were multiple points where it seemed like anybody could win. And the th- I think the biggest thing about this race that anybody we saw... Anybody in the though, top 15. Right. Any, Duh, any, anything but... that we saw... Like, the biggest thing, though, is tire fall-off. Yes. The thing that I missed about NASCAR was the comers and goers, where there was guys who were really good at the short run. Short run was like, you know, if there's a caution with a five to go, they might be really strong. Off throttle time. But on the long run, they struggled a shitload. Yeah. But yeah, like... And, you know... Like you said, off throttle time, that is the biggest way to improve racing. Yes. Because that puts the skill in the driver's hands. Because when you're if you're wide open, okay. So JGR has a better engine than Richard Petty. It just JGR comes down wins. to money most of the time. Yeah. At that point. Exactly. I mean, now provided uh, that's filtering out the mayhem, which is obviously a huge element of races like that. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. I don't want races to be a money drive between two teams right. uh, where the fastest racer wins unless there's a huge wreck. Exactly. Or not even the fastest racer. The best supported racer. Exactly. Because it's not even necessarily the fastest is who has the most money. I mean, the, well, that's I mean, crap. It, it, just, I, it just shows what money talks. I mean, look at, look at both motorsports. Look at Quinn Hoof. I mean, I was... Planning on using an F1 as a comparison, and then we got on this topic, Lance and now Stroll. I just can't say shit anymore. No, but I mean, you're you're right, though. I mean, just, I just as far as off-throttle time goes, oh, could you yeah. imagine if F1 raced at an oval? What a joke. <laughs> oh, God. Williams, Patronus, Williams would be 100 laps down. Patronus, <laughs> the Patronus, uh, like, Mercedes team oh. would win by, like, yeah. 40 seconds. Yeah. I mean, it was hilarious seeing, like, the sponsorships where, you know, certain teams get, like... 50 to 100 or 75 million i think it was like maybe Renault, and mercedes is like upwards of like 200 million it's like a super bowl ad yeah <laughs> which is crazy yeah but i mean yeah no it's f1 i you know i'm trying to get into it i still have to find a f- favorite driver yeah i'm still debating between ricardo over staffing which is funny because they were teammates and no longer yeah and now they kind of have a rivalry oh well it's kind of hard to have a rivalry when one's in a Renault and one's in a red bull but i mean Mm -hmm. um but yeah no i my thing with nascar and f1 is that it's just it sucks how money driven it is yeah because man i i root for starcom to do well Well, what's an industry now well right i mean right but i mean i you know i wanted starcom to do so well and landon castle he was a great guy he you know he was he was he's such a good driver like he every week managed to put a car that should be like thirty third, yeah, and like got like a top twenty five like a lot of the times, and now they booted Landon out of it and put Quinn Hoof in it who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, not great. I mean, I remember. I mean, I was listening to Door Bomber Clear earlier and like earlier in the week, and both Brett they're and also he, permissible on this podcast. Yes, they're they're so good. Although Brett sometimes goes on political tangents, which are hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, basically... That is not permissible. We do not <laughs> talk politics on this Correct. Podcast. But, I mean, they were talking about, like, you know, who's this guy in the nine? This is double zero. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, really. Really. Like, I just... it's It sucks for Landon. I hope I hope the Starcom's like, oh, Quinn Hoop is terrible. Hey, Landon, can you come back? Yeah, really. Which, yeah, no, I... 
So, and again, it's it's funny because the money in NASCAR isn't really close to F1. Yeah, no. Which no. is hilarious because NASCAR is also like hasn't released like the purses for races in like years. Yeah. Which is really weird, but oh well. But yeah, no F1. A billionaire, a billionaire buys a team so his son can have a seat. Yeah, <laughs> which it's is ridiculous. just. Um, but so yeah, like we were saying, racing itself, super good. A lot of back and forth. Super Tire fall good. off, off throttle time. The stuff also, you love to see, pit strategies. It didn't seem like there was a huge, like, manufacturer alliance. I wasn't paying super close well, attention to I that. I mean, no, there's not I mean, they still tracks. kind of... Well, I'm not with the, well, I'm not with Penske, shit. Run together a Joey little bit. Joey was racing Brad hard as shit. Which, Although, cool. I'm, like, I mean, Brad might be gone this season. Well, yeah. we, I think we've talked about that in the past. Yeah, which already. makes me really depressed because i like brad no i want him seen in penske but uh yeah um so the race itself uh it was great i mean it was and great. i mean also what what was great was i mean i don't watch racing to see rex but i mean i saw denny hamlin just you know he lost in the corner and basically took out two cars which i mean brad was fine in the end but ruined blaney's day completely yeah basically which i feel bad for him but you didn't see drivers like just losing it with the other package. Yeah, and which is good because it means listen, they have to drive right. them. Which well, listen, I don't want the cars impossible to drive. That's you know that's probably gonna. That's not the point. That's yeah. gonna that's gonna make them where they don't want to make any moves. But make the cars less stable, so you know you can. They're still drivable. They're still really drivable. But you have to be worth a damn to drive these things. Yeah, really. Like, oh no, I'm going full throttle in the co- at 175 miles an hour in Atlanta. Wow, I think I could do that. I would be slow as shit I would, and pooping my pants. I was gonna say I'd probably, yeah. I mean, listen, I I would need I would need a uh, a poop bag. I would need an M and M's race suit. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. one of the peanut M and M's ones. One of the regular M and M's race suits. Yeah, exactly. I just they did a great job with this. I Fire hope, suit, whatever. I hope the NASCAR sees what they saw and they liked what they saw and they say, "Oh, this, oh, could this work. is this great response work. from the drivers. Let's yeah. let's stick with that." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, obviously, concludes Joey Logano wins, taking his second victory of the season. Which good for him. He's on a bit of a tear. <sighs> Joey's uh, good, man. Makes me wonder if uh, if Penske might have been onto something, switching uh, the resources around a little bit. Uh, it sucks to have a number one overall driver, especially when you're. Favorite drivers, what, two? Probably. Yeah, two. I mean, well, number two, number, probably I mean, debatably number three. I mean, I'd say he's still the number two driver. I mean, I just. I mean, I guess he is quite literally the number two driver. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, I just. For me, it sucks because him and Paul Wolf had such a great relationship and yeah. they just changed it around for no reason. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I mean, I think Paul Wolf's one of the best damn crew chiefs in the, in the business. Yeah. And, you know, it. It sucks well, to me. Clearly. I, mean, I mean, listen, both Brad and Joey are champions. It's true. Um, it's true. And I just, I get, I get that Joey's, you know, Joey's a little bit younger, and he's, you know, probably has more of his career left. But Brad's been with you guys since like for a long time, and you just basically tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah, yeah. And I, and you know, and you wonder why he's thinking he might go to the forty-eight car. I mean, I, I, I'm not wondering. I think it makes perfect sense. And yeah. honestly, I wouldn't which, hate to see that. Which is weird because... The only problem is the 48 car doesn't get any resources either. <laughs> no. <laughs> which, I mean, well, yeah, you know. But 
it's it's interesting to me because Brad originally like Brad got his start because Dale Jr. basically found him. Yeah. And he was in a deal. He was like in a junior motorsports car for a long time. Uh-huh. Was amazing. And then Rick, Rick Hendrick basically screwed him over. And then he went to Penske and was obviously did what he did. And you know, it doesn't seem like that they have that distaste for each other anymore, which I'm sad about. Yeah. Because I guess I guess Rick has said that it was that he made a mistake and that you know one day he get Brad back in, in a Hendrick car, which. Seems pretty likely now. <laughs> Could be in the I just summer of uh, or not summer the fall of fall of now twenty twenty. Yeah, it's, it's possible. It it sucks because I don't want to see Brad anything other than the, the number two Penske. But oh well. My yeah. my biggest worry is this: is that money talks, and that that Roger's gonna put Austin Cindric in the two car. And holy shit, please God, no. Because Cindric is not ready for the Cup Series, but his dad is rich as shit, and is a huge part of Penske, and he's currently driving in the Xfinity Series for Penske, and, uh, God. Money walks and secret stock, man. Yeah. It's, I'm not looking forward to hearing that Austin Cindric is going to drive the two car next year, because holy shit, would I be pissed. We'll have to see. Alright, so, uh, one oval to another. Just wanted to make a quick pit stop on the ice. But um, uh, Vegas Golden Knights, number one in the Pacific by virtue of beating the people they were tied with, the Edmonton Oilers. Things you love to they see. They beat the Oilers? That. Yeah, so they beat the Oilers. Um, pretty cool. Top of the Pacific. Uh, I saw a stat, the, uh, I think it was today. Uh, Martinez, I believe, has... It was either 8 or 18. Dozing in there somewhere. Yeah. Got him so on top of my stats keeping. <laughs> uh, I assume it was 8 just because of length of time. Yeah. He has 8 points uh, with his uh, games with the Knights, mm-hmm. which uh, ties how many points he had with the Kings this season. Uh, in 31 <laughs> less games. Less games. Yeah. 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 I'm just glad that y'all beat the Oilers because I hate that team. I mean, yeah. I, I just wanted to mention that really quick. Shout out the boys. Uh, love what y'all are doing. But uh, just remember, hockey will never work in the desert. Also, fuck the Sharks. Yeah. It's our weekly reminder. Yes. It's our um, weekly reminder of fuck the Sharks. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to close uh, this week's show with a couple of uh, opinion pieces, if you will. Our shitty opinions, huh? Our, uh, our, our qualified... <laughs> Deeply researched, incredibly intelligent, deeply researched, and completely unbiased <laughs> opinions. Stop looking at me. Um, so uh, we wanted I wanted to do a segment called uh, "Best Two and Three," uh, "Best in Two to Three Years." So we were going to talk about the two leagues that everybody's the most familiar with. NBA, We've got the NBA and the NFL, and rather than pick out our favorite teams we decided that the way we wanted to do it was go team by team and explain why that would not be them so all right so i have the entire nba league right here okay. let's just let's just start from the bottom and go to the top all right go for it so first up in the last place in the nba the golden state warriors they are they could be good in two years it depends on how healthy their superstars stay i well so like once uh clay's back from injury right if he's the same clay 
They could be good. I yeah. don't think they will be back to where they were. No, I, I think that's I think, safe. To I say. think they, be, they won't be the best, but they'll be they'll a playoff be, team. They'll be decent. They'll be a playoff. Okay, team, I Cle- will say. Cleveland, I think. Cleveland Cavaliers. No, no, moving. I don't on. think so. Minnesota Timberwolves. No, moving mm-hmm. on. Atlanta Hawks. Honestly, decent. Maybe not the best, but again, they're going to be good. Trey Young's great. Yeah. As long as they keep developing really good young yeah. guys, playoff team. Uh, yeah. The Pistons, they're Detroit. No. No. Uh, uh, and I just don't. <laughs> the I Knicks. Don't they're the Knicks. They're the Knicks. On. Absolutely not. The Bulls. No. Mm, I don't. I don't see no. it. They don't have an. They don't quite have that promise. Charlotte. No. 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 It's Charlotte. No happiness there. Washington. Bradley Beal's going to be a member of the Heat. No. Anchor contracts. You're still paying John Wall. <laughs> Oof. Phoenix. Promise. Possibly. Yeah, Devin, I mean... They're, Devin they're, Booker, DeAndre Aiden, they could be good. Yeah, they'll be a great duo. Um, I, I could, as long as the team continues to develop, they're definitely up there. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, the Spurs, Pop's probably going to retire pretty soon, so no. Wouldn't think so. They, again, missing kind of that, yeah. that promise. Sacramento... Uh, maybe, I, I just don't think so. Maybe they they could be okay. I just don't see. They haven't like a, blossomed. They're in not. The same a, way they're as not going to be teams. a contender. No, they'll now, be good. I don't think they'll be the best. Now, as much as you were memeing earlier, the New Orleans yes, Pelicans. This is actually my pick. I genuinely think that the New Orleans and I'll qualify most of these by saying could. Yes, the New Orleans Pelicans genuinely can be the best team in the next two to three years. They have young dudes. Yeah. Um, they have. The mo- safe to say the most electrifying rookie yeah. mm-hmm. period. Um, what time whether you want to say best or whatever, I mean he's going to win rookie of the year this year based off the recency bias. The now shortened season, oh, most likely or suspended anyway. So the only thing anybody's going to be remembering Zion. is the transcendent uh, performances that Zion's been putting on, even though they're not actually transcendent because we've seen other rookies st- start this hot. Ja, admittedly. Um, but, you know, ESPN has only posted about John Morant like three times where they post about Zion basically every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so by like mere exposure effect, recency bias, shortened season, yeah. Zion Williamson's winning rookie of the year. But no, I actually genuinely think Lonzo Ball is a great point guard. Brandon Ingram is really good. It only took for Lonzo to get out of LA to find a shot. And still developing, by the yeah. way. These guys are still getting better. They're on the upswing, not the yeah. downswing. And then they're joined by... A dude with great athlete, some of the best athleticism we've seen, especially given his size, not in not like in spite of, given his size, the dude gets up. He's fast. Yeah. So I'll qualify this by saying they'll be the best in two to three years if they don't make dumb trades. The uh, young guys continue to develop, and Zion doesn't get hurt again. My thing is, I. I do think Zion needs to lose a little bit of weight. And I think he oh, will. Yeah. No, I think he will too. Yeah. Um, Portland. I don't see it. I don't see it. I think, as much as I hate to say it, I think that Dame's best years may be right uh, now. Maybe. Slash, you know, a couple years in the past. He's still great. He's an anchor. Again, they just... Don't have good enough. that young guy that I can see yeah. being the dude. Yeah. You know, 
Uh, let's see, Orlando. I don't think so. It, it would again. It would take like a a shock kind of thing. Uh, the next team is Brooklyn, which I think Kyrie's gonna tear that team to pieces. Yeah, I, I, I think the Kyrie's a cancer that's just gonna. There's a ton of yeah yeah uh, friction, shall we say? I mean, they fired their head coach. Um, I just yeah, uh, it was a great idea. It didn't work. But you know, the best laid plans of mice and men fall apart in the end. Yeah, and all that things uh, fall apart. The Falcon cannot find its falconer. Yeah. I'm not that cultured. Anyway. Memphis Grizzlies. It'll take Maybe. another person. Yeah. That's what but I have Jaw, to say about Jaw's that. Jaws electric, but they need, they need a few more pieces. Jaws great. They need more pieces. Dallas Mavericks. That's an interesting one. Again, uh, if Luka continues to play the way he does, they'll be up there. Yeah. Um, And, uh, again, it depends on what happens in the interim period. Because, again, this is with what we know now. So, like, yeah. as far as what we know now, I definitely think it is the Pelicans. Yeah. But I mean, Dallas is on the if upswing. The Mavericks, if they pick up another good player yeah. who can develop. Yeah. Or, you know, lure an existing superstar to Dallas. Right. They have a real shot. Right. They're definitely up there. They have the young talent. Uh, I just, they don't have as much to me as the yeah. Pelicans. I mean, they have one really good young guy. Yeah. Um, so if they get a second one or maybe. an established one, I could see it, but yeah, uh, would have to see. see. Philadelphia, no, no. I think I think it it one of Embiid or uh, Simmons is getting traded in the next year. They play though. Yeah, they just they don't they play good. Yeah, not good enough. Indiana, it, it would take a huge yeah. overall. Yeah. Uh, Indiana, I just. They're a mid-pack. They're a team. playoff team, but they're not going to make any like they're not going to be a splash team. I you, well, yeah, they're not crappy enough now to get right. the young potential that they need, and they're not good enough now to stay good that yeah. long. Basically, to me, uh, to me, Houston, no, no, they're. I I think that the way they play basketball now has they're a never cl- going to win. They have a clearly defined ceiling. Uh, yeah, and I again, they're. Uh, too good to have transcendent draft picks unless yeah. they get really, really lucky. Um, but they're, you know, not good enough to where, especially in two to three years, yeah. because I think the system that they have now, it'll look completely different in two to three years, but it won't. I don't think it's going to be better unless they commit to an overhaul. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I just see don't it. see it. I don't see uh, Oklahoma City. I think that they're another really interesting one. I think they could be because they've shown they're they're in the playoffs right now. I mean they're they've yeah they've been really good this year, and they have young guys. And if they can continue to develop, because they're never going to lure a free agent there. I don't think so. But if I don't think, I mean, they're not going to be like at the top of the league. But they'll be they'll they Again, might challenge playoff a, team. They might challenge a team like New Orleans in a series. I don't you know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Miami. In my opinion, I think that they're... They'll be a playoff team for the next three yeah. years. I just like... Bam's good. Hero's good. Yeah. They have a solid roster now. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jimmy's good. I don't think that they will be at an uber high level. I think they'll be at a playoff level. Yeah. But un- again, unless they draft really good. Which, I mean, they've proven that they can. I, I feel like a broken record here. But like... <laughs> Without, like, 
Yeah, they have good guys. I, I'm not disparaging that at all. It's just like, I don't... They need someone great. What? what? They need someone great, not They good. need someone great, and they have it now. Jimmy Butler's yeah. great. Yeah. Listen, I think... I, I, it, it depends on how we age. It depends on the development of Tyler Hero. Depends on how opinion. they develop and how Jimmy ages. That's what I would say. Yeah, which I think will age fine. I mean, he's, not, he's like 32. I mean, I think, I mean, for me... They can draft. They can draft someone else. I I know for a fact that Pat Riley is. He's playing for twenty twenty one. He's going after Giannis. Yeah. And if and they, if, if they, that happened, it's I would a say, whole yeah, new ball game. Totally different. Again, this is barring splash moves, crazy yeah, draft picks, right. things like that, blockbuster trades. Miami has like their low end for the next two to three years is like a bottom, like a eighth seed in my opinion. Top... I would say their bottom is missing the just missing. Okay, yeah, that's fair. But their like hot their potential is a champion. Potentially. Their potential well, I mean, that's is... kinda any team well, really. But except the Knicks. Except the Knicks. Yeah. yeah. As long unless Dolan sells the team in the next yeah. two to three years. Yes. Uh the Utah Jazz. Um I that's a tough one to call. Uh, again, they have one really great young guy. Yeah. They need another one. Yeah, no. I I, I, I can't see it. No. I mean, even even with two really great guys, they still couldn't win a championship. Yeah. Although, not exactly fair because Stockton and Malone right. well, had to play against MJ. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I think Utah's going to be a playoff team, but not... I, I struggle to see them hoisting an O'Brien. Denver Nuggets. Uh, they build well. Um, Jokic is going to be good for the next three years. Well, yeah, more than that, but yeah. It's enigmatic to me because yeah. that one could trend up or down. If they continue with the cycle they have, yes, yeah. I could absolutely top three. No yeah. doubt. Maybe number one. I just, you know, barring anything crazy, I don't really necessarily see it. But yeah, yeah, Again, it depends yeah. on how they develop, if they study good. They uh, will certainly be a... I, I don't see them, uh, barring, you know, injuries, I don't see yeah. them missing the playoffs in the next two to three years, for sure. Uh, Boston Celtics. I, I uh, They'll be good for one to two years. I... Yeah, that's one where it'll again it'll take a big move. Uh, Clippers. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I can't see them staying. To, yeah. Cohesive, not necessarily together, but cohesive. I think, and I, it has. I, th- no, I think Patrick Beverly might do some stupid shit and I, I, get everyone. I wouldn't even necessarily blame him. It's just you have. It's a team that could become volatile very easily yeah like it hasn't happened and i'm not saying it's going to but it could but to me it doesn't have the young guys yeah developing or the stability potentially yeah uh are they gonna miss the playoffs no No. are they gonna win i don't know I, i don't think so about that either okay so, top three. Uh, third is the Toronto Raptors, which, in my opinion... I, I can't would, see I, it. I would have seen... 
I would I would have said I couldn't I would see them maybe making the playoffs at the beginning of the year, but they've proven to me that they're you know they might not win a championship in the next three years, but they're top three in the, in the entire league, with you know a damn good head coach, a great front office, and really good players. Yeah, they've proven they can develop players. They've proven they can you know they draft well, and they they can make a splash move when they need to. And yeah. So for me. Toronto's one of the be- one of the bet more well-run organizations. Again, I don't think they'll ever get a massive free agent because I think it's just, it's Toronto. And people don't want to live in Canada. I mean, yeah, they they have um, to, you know, it, that's kind of on the front office. I I, I, th- don't... I think that honestly, looking back at it, Toronto's probably gonna be up there. I yeah, I mean, I don't know that they'll win again. Yeah. Um, at least in part because of their number one fan, who, as we know, is probably the most cursed God. fan in sports. Yeah. Uh, other than possibly OJ Simpson. Um, but yeah, I, I, Toronto plays yeah. ball good. They have a great head coach, yeah. competent front office. I mean, I could see it again. Um, just talking based on what teams have now. Yeah, they, they yeah. could definitely be up there. So the last two, the Lakers and the Bucks. Obviously, I'll show with the Bucks. The Bucks are only going to be as good as long as they can keep Giannis. If it's all dependent on if they keep, if they keep Giannis, they're they're going to be a championship contender for like the next seven years. If they don't, they have they're no, screwed. They have yeah. no yeah. Anyway, the Lakers lost one. No, no, no. Eighty eighty can't carry a team. He's eighty can't carry a team by himself. LeBron can't carry a team by himself. Yeah. LeBron keeps getting older. AD keeps getting older. They don't have the young guys as much anymore. Yeah. I mean, they have some young talent, but it's not of the... To me, not of the caliber that it needs to be. Yeah. Unless we have some guy, like, explode. Basically. I I just... Very pessimistic about the future as far as Yeah. And again, future. Could they win a championship this year? Yeah, probably. Well, that's the NBA. I think we'll, uh, I think we'll maybe save the NFL for next week. Okay. That went on a little bit too. I think next week what we'll do is we'll maybe do like who do you think will be the best in the division for the next two, two to three years? Could be. Yeah, that makes um, sense. We'll do that next week, but we'll, two weeks. We'll, yeah. Want to make oh, that quick yeah, announcement yeah. at the tail end of this? There's not going to be spring show next break. Week. We're on spring break. Anyway, um, so we will return on the twenty fifth. Yes, will be the next episode. Um, so, no episode next week. Give it a week. Spring break. Uh, so we're gonna close out the podcast with our 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 one of our more fun <laughs> yeah uh, segments that I've thought of. So uh, what is our worst slash best take? Because we remember? rail against hot takers. Yeah. Uh, the two sports analysts that I have now officially banned from this show. Skip. How dare. How dare. Um, but that doesn't mean we haven't taken our own. Oof, no. And uh, some of them, not so hot. More freezing cold. And some of our takes that people maybe thought were cold. Not pretty bad. spicy, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, so I'll go ahead and kick this one off. Um, on a positive note. Mm. Uh, the best take that I've made, certainly recently, was the Titans beating the Patriots. Yeah. Nobody called it. Everybody thought, oh, you know, the Patriots are 
playing possum, uh, the Titans will get wrecked on defense, yada, yada, yada. Titans pulled it out. I was right. Transcendently so. Nobody else I talked to thought they could pull it out. Including so, myself. I will take that dub. That's my big win. Uh, you. Positive, negative, whichever. Um, who man. Honestly, I don't think it's that much of an amazing take. But we were talking about earlier where at the beginning of the season, there's all the, all the hype about the Browns. Yeah, sure. And everyone's like, oh, the Browns might be in the Super Bowl, you know. And certainly the most talented team. Well, apparently not. Uh, and so I I remember, you know, it was partially because I listened to a certain other band analyst. But yeah. I it made sense to me and, I, and you know I I was convinced no, I didn't I wasn't convinced enough where I placed the bet on the Titans to be, beat the Browns, but I was pretty convinced the Titans were beating the Browns week one, after all that hype and well they smoked them. Yeah. So I mean that was also because the Titans were a damn good football team. As it turns out, but playoff still, team yeah did not get bounced in the first round. No. So that was, you know I was. I, I mean, I wasn't surprised I was right about that. I was just like, oh, yeah, I can see I can see that. Yeah. All oh, right. I just thought of another good take I had. Uh-oh. Letting Lamar Jackson fall to the tail end of the first round. Oh, yeah. The entire first round of the draft, I was livid that he was falling as hard as he was. I'm glad he fell. And now he's a league MVP. Yeah. So I'll rest on my laurels there. Um, if he went to the Dolphins, he wouldn't be a league MVP. As far as negative ones go, gee, I mean, the probably icy coldest one that I've been Uh able to spin into a comedy segment for Uh the last 14, 15 shows. I thought Zion was going to be awful when he got to the league. In my mind, he played a very physical brand of basketball against mediocre athletes. Not accurate at all. He's been good. He has. Admittedly, I thought he was going to be essentially DOA. Yeah. Uh, Not the case at all. Like, season's not over. It's a little too early to say, aside from the fact that he, you know, every sports outlet is now writing pieces about If we're honest with ourselves, Zion should win rookie of the year. I've been saying that for the last 15 weeks. Well, Ironically or not, I have been saying it. Listen here, bud. Um, He's been good. No, so he has. Recently, that's been icy cold. Uh, beyond that, I can think back to a couple of sports predictions I made as a kid. Well, that Involving like the Celtics-Lakers games. Stuff like that. But aside from minor bets, I'd be willing to say I don't have too many icy cold takes. Or have been like, yeah, this player has been cold. absolute crap or whatever. Other than the Zion thing. Other than the big three in Boston uh, winning one title. Ooh. Which I didn't even Whoa. think they were going to win one title. Um, I mean, you know. I can't really... Th- I mean, I'm sure if we ever had a dedicated following, somebody could isolate a segment of me saying something completely asinine. Oh, yeah. And throwing it back in my face. Um, other than that, Ice Cold Takes... Uh, McGregor has a chance of beating Mayweather. That one was freezing <laughs> cold. And in fact, Ooh. I was even dipping a toe on that. I was like, what it would take is McGregor cracking Mayweather's guard. Yeah, that nope. didn't happen. Nope, not at all. See, my problem is I'm a very uh, conservative 
taker, shall we say. Yeah. I very rarely say things without a qualifying statement. Yeah. Even now I'm making qualifying statements, so I guess that mm. should tell you something, right? Other than that, um, I can't really think of that much. I suppose uh, freezing cold take would have been, hey, Derek Lewis looks like he's out in this fight. Mm. But even that, that's pretty minor. I can't think of anything that I was genuinely wrong about. Um, I think the one that probably pops out, which could be... Well, I'm pretty reasonable about my team, so I guess it's not that biased. But, you know, before the NFC Championship, I thought, oh, this could be a completely different game. It wasn't. You know, I th- I feel like I probably overestimated the Packers' defense. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. No, I mean, I knew their run defense was, you know, not amazing, but holy shit, they got torched. Yeah. You know, That I- actually reminds me of a freezing cold take that I had Uh-oh. before the game preceding that. Uh-oh. Where I was so certain uh, that the Seahawks were going to beat the Packers that I wrote it on the fridge. Uh, and I also jokingly said, sort of jokingly, that Tyler Lockett was going to have three TDs. He, he had one. He had one. Um, Yeah. Uh, no, no. I, this is an audio-only podcast, but Michael just... He's giving me two birds. They're, they're in a pumping motion. <laughs> I wouldn't of- feel insulted if I had any pride left. <laughs> Oh, but no, I think that's probably one of my more freezing takes I can remember. Yeah. I mean, and obviously there's a certain like recency bias to this, Yeah, but it's like, I, I totally buy into like, I mean, listen, I knew the Packers weren't, that they were, they were not the favorites going into that game. I just didn't think it'd be as uh, much of a blow as it was. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, but yeah, that's, could be worse. I mean, we could have placed a bet that Mitch Trubisky was going to MVP. Oh, man. A bet so bad it actually got refunded. Yeah. They're, Woof. The, they're just like, we feel bad that you're that much of an idiot. Here's your money back. Yeah, really. Don't ever bet again. <laughs> if if you make a bet so bad that a sports book has to refund it, <laughs> you should take that as a sign. Yeah. Genuinely. A actual sign from above. Whatever you might happen to believe in. Yeah. Aside from the wider universe, stop betting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll buy that. Because honestly, uh, I'm not going to cop out and say I'm perfect to have a great record or anything like that. Most of my cold takes come at a poker table. I'll be real with you. Uh, Fair. And they're very short-lived cold takes because I call down things because I don't think people have them. And I am so, so wrong. So yeah. frequently. But uh, I guess if I was right, I'd be like Phil Helmuth, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, no. Let's, so, you know, we could, have, we could have worse takes. We could have worse. Listen, we will never come up with worse takes than other people unless we go out of our way to. So yeah. I guess we have that to rest on. You know, that's about it. That's about it. Thank you guys so much for joining this week. A little bit longer show. Hopefully we can keep that going. Uh, Love you all for listening to us. And uh, we will see you right around the 25th. Thanks so much for listening. Appreciate you guys.